0: This is True Buds, that Mary Jane, now nah, we ain't new to this From my stoners and from my cannabis enthusiasts Never heard a show as good as this uh, Number one it's the best, bringing in many special guests In the industry of cannabis, business owners to growers Even artists you know of, so sit back and just roll up Perfect show for my smokers, True Buds Hey everybody, welcome to the True Buds show podcast We got Robert Lund on today um creative chief creative officer of studio tbd um doing some really cool stuff within the cannabis space um your formulations of your edibles your beverages look super cool um i meant to go down to the green goddess actually in venice and grab one i saw you guys are in there
1: so definitely going to try it
0: and uh, thanks for coming on
1: thanks for having me man uh i i feel compelled to apologize for my terrible background uh you know, in comparison to yours, which is amazing. I need to build something like that. Yeah, no, happy to be here.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks. It looks good. It works with, you know, the, the white shirt you got on. It's, it's a nice thing going on there. Yeah, so, it's like the
1: designer in me. It's like only two colors. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, I guess that's a good place to start off with the um with the vision of Studio TBD. And I don't know much about, I'm learning about Web3. I honestly don't know a whole lot about it. Um, So I'll be kind of interested to kind of hear your concept or how you kind of came about that
1: absolutely um let's start with like the tv the TB- so basically studio tbd is what we call the company and we uh we see ourselves as a creative collective uh that work with cannabis and three. and um <clears throat> that was not uh perfectly clear from the beginning that that was what it's going to be um we uh we me and my business partner we we started with a product so we we had this product and that story is kind of interesting so I I, uh, I grew up in Sweden uh and I and I moved to New York like 10 years ago 11 years ago something like that and um what's um what's kind of interesting is that I had been like an avid user of the plant since I was 14 15 something like that uh but in Sweden so it was a lot of hashish, uh the, the weed I never I didn't see I don't think I saw weed until like like buds until I was maybe like twenty-four or something. Wow. You know, we we just didn't have it because you know as you know, it uh, it um it sort of it dries out in just a couple of weeks. So there was like really no point in exporting it to Sweden back in the day. Now there's some, a ton of weed in the black market in Sweden. Uh but back then it was most hash and, and you know the weed that's there is not it's not the ones, it's not the strains that that wins the Cannabis World Cup, let's say that. (laughs) So um, when I came to America and I started, you know, I had a really premium setup with some guy who came with like a little box with like seven different strains in it. And, you know, it was just so strong, man. It was just like, oh, wow, this is a different level. And that was cool in the beginning. But then after a couple of years, it started like, it started to affect me i could feel like this is this is not for me this is not good for me you know so i started experimenting with it and i learned a little bit about it and i, I realized that there's something called cbd and so i actually sourced cbd flower here in new york like maybe in 2017 20s, no earlier than that probably like 2014 which was like a miracle it was impossible to get your hands on uh THC weed was everywhere but CBD weed was like really hard to get. But I found a source for it and I started mixing my joints. So like, just took a little nugget of uh, of THC weed and then the rest CBD. And that just vibes so much better with me. And those joints sort of became popular among my friends. They were like, they, they they became Robert joints. So at parties and stuff, people came up to me like, hey, is that a Robert joint? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, can I have a puff? So I started bringing like, you know, six, seven joints to every party and um you know fast forward to january of 2021 when when i got introduced to my current business partner victor who's an ex-hedge fund trader he we started talking and he said he's like i have this product it's like a beverage but we can also make edibles uh and it's a ratio between tt and cbd and he went on this long winded explanation like so i got all the science behind it i'm like well that was like some new information but What's also interesting is I already consumed the plant in this way. So uh it was like and he was like, really? Because he 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 was so used to like having to really give a hard sell on why that was a good idea. And I'm like, yeah. So my background is in in, in branding and marketing. Uh, and his uh, as I said, he's an ex-head fund trader. So it was like, all right, this is pretty a pretty good fit on paper. And we also had sort of created this product um not knowing about each other in different way. He's always, always obviously he had already made edibles and drinks and he had like market tested it for a couple of years and and I had just done it for myself and, and when on using flour. So it just felt correct. So that's where we started. And uh, uh for anyone who's listening, um when you that has created a product uh, you know that you have a lot of time on your hands when you are developing a product because it takes time to make it. And like each round has that you want to approve or tweak or change. There's weeks between them. So um, while we were basically in development and early production of the product, Victor started talking to me about crypto because, you know, he was really into that because of his hedge fund background, but like automated market making, and like all these complex financial things that crypto makes easier. And I sort of got really intrigued by it too, because I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole for too much, but it it basically solves a bunch of problems. Um, And uh, then NFTs sort of blasted onto the scene sometime during 2021. And we were like, wait a minute, this is like the perfect tool for startup. And so we knew that we wanted to be some sort of crypto have some sort of crypto in our DNA, but when Web3 came uh, or NFTs came, which it's sort of the same time as the, the term Web3 started becoming a term that was while, widely used, we realized that, all right, this is the perfect opportunity. So we basically started uh, thinking about what we could do uh, within Web3 to help support the startup and, and, and the marketing around it. And... Um, we sort of came to a conclusion that NFTs plus uh, DAOs or in NFTs plus some sort of organization around it might be like the future of how you actually will fund your startup. So we wrote a white paper about it because we had learned so much. We had to put it down somehow. And it became a white paper that is actually on a website that's called Launchpad 2.0. And in the meantime, we also created our first NFT program. So we basically... The, what's what's public now with our uh, web three department let's use that term um is a studio tbd membership nft and if you hold one of those at least one you get 50 percent off all our products in all of our own stores so right now we only have an online store but we're planning you know concept stores and all that stuff so if you're a holder and it's only gonna be ten thousand of them you get Lifetime fifty percent off all everything that we sell. So uh, that's that's an easy promise to make, uh, and that you know that you can hold, because in the in the in the world of Web three, there's a lot of promises and, and there's a, you know a lot of promises broken as well. So we have a lot of interesting plans for it, but uh, right now what we promise and what we know that we can hold is fifty percent off forever. So that's how we have eased into that part. But right now we're really focusing on. Uh, you know, sales, growing our fan base, um, growing our sales and creating more products. So yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting start, let's say.
0: That's awesome. Thank you for all that, the background there. And that's so cool how like the, how that so those synergies came together with you and your partner and from smoking those joints back then. And now you have these products across, I think you're in 35 States I saw
1: on your website. We, we can, we can ship to 35 States uh, because, so there's, there's two different things too. So we have, beverage is we have we have our drinks in uh, in licensed dispensaries in in california so green god is being one of them and um we but we also made uh hemp derived edibles that has the same uh, ratios so the ratios in our products are we have one skew that's called mellow which is four milligrams of thc and 25 milligrams of cbd and we have one called high which is Ten milligrams of THC and twenty milligrams of CBD, so those are two different drinks and also two different edibles. So those, but the edibles are hemp derived, so they're basically federally legal. Uh, because you know, ten milligrams of THC, we, we managed to get it down just under the zero point three percent uh hemp rule. So uh, we can ship them. We sell them online. Uh, so we can ship them to thirty five states. You just have to be twenty one. That's it. Awesome. I, I and love. We're also saying, like. Yeah, we're also in like 100 stores here, here in New York and New Jersey. So that's really exciting. So yeah, it's you're uh, hitting both it's angles. An I think start. it's super
0: cool how you're doing. It. I think that's I think that's kind of the future in a lot of ways to be able to hit the bigger markets that like you're saying with the hemp derived and still be able to be in the retail across, you know, the legal rec states is really interesting concept to me.
1: Yeah, I, I I think uh there's a lot of different theories here and a lot of different practices, but uh the way we see it is that we just follow our mission, and our mission is to bring cannabis to to the masses. That's also why we have ratio products. We don't have like a super strong uh, THC product. We we think that the future of the main the mainstream market, the future of the mainstream market for cannabis and hemp, will be uh, low to mid levels of THC and high levels of CBD. Like I'm I'm fairly certain that that's going to happen, and we're already seeing tendencies of that happen. I see that too.
0: Um, sorry to interrupt you there. Um, I was getting excited when you're saying, I see that too. I'm, I'm doing a bunch of these events and lounges in LA, like the artistry in the woods. I'm um, with the company. Mm-hmm. Yep. I work for. I mean, I see we have one thing that's one milligram CBD, like you're saying, or one milligram THC 15 CBD. And it's, and it's really popular amongst people. And I being there, like with the boots on the ground in these um, lounges is super cool to like, like exactly like what you're saying. I knew it, but now I'm like seeing it firsthand, people coming in and people. Out right. of hate, and it's exciting to see. And, you know i just it that's why i love beverages so much not only does it you know kind of break help break the stigma and put it out there but the rapid onset effect and kind of just the functionality mm-hmm. of like how you have your you know your different ratios it's just super interesting to me and i don't know I'm, I'm just a huge beverage proponent so i could go on all day about it yeah i think
1: yeah i i mean that it's it's just natural right uh but beverage is going to be the main way that people consume cannabis in social settings like that's a given uh the question is just like how long will it take and before it's huge and when you're in the market and you're in the business that doesn't really matter so so people can debate that and people do and and that's fine but uh we were already we're in we're on our path so we're just walking forward and the Like you're saying, it's like the whole ratio thing that you can be so precise in beverages and edibles. I think that's, it's a game changer that uh, the mainstream world has no idea exists. You know, I'm European and like my European friends, they're like, oh yeah, I've heard about edibles. Like edibles for Europeans by and large is still like muffins or cookies, you know? Like the whole gummy situation is like, that's very new. And to a lot of Americans too, it's like, all oh, right, there's gummies. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking about the people who are already in. They're already in. Like, have um, been to a dispensary. A lot of Americans never set foot in a dispensary, so um, so it it is a concept that. We, and the, it you look at the numbers. The edibles and drinks are taking market share, even though it's slow. But that's just the nature of the game. Everything is slow. So until it's not. So um, yeah, we we basically we work with. Uh, we work with edibles and drinks under our brand called TBD, and um, but we are a brand studio, so we are already working on a, a vape pen uh, that will go under a different brand, uh, which is a sister brand, which is actually my old brand, which I had a skincare company with cannabis in before. So we are going to um, keep developing products uh, and design the experience of cannabis for people, basically, and. Uh, I think where we our expertise in both marketing and and, and business as well as the plant obviously uh, is really f- really fits for the mainstream for the mainstream uh, consumer that is very underrepresented right now but will not be underrepresented in the future. Right.
0: And I think that's awesome too with the direct to consumer aspect. Because that's my thought with a lot of these people who might not want to go into the dispensary. It could be intimidating or something. So like being able to have access to products online to order from the comfort of your home makes so much sense. Because I even sometimes for myself in LA, I'm just on the road visiting them. But I remember when I wasn't doing sales in cannabis, I was like doing delivery. You know, just not brace the traffic sometimes. So like I, I think that's really cool doing the now with the um. Can you order your drinks online in California, or are they strictly in retail right now?
1: You can order them through iheartjane Okay, cool. Um, so so you check out our Leafly page. Just go on to Leafly and uh, search for, for TBD or Studio TBD, and you, you can find our drinks there, and, and you can buy them if, if you're in the vicinity of our dispensaries through iHeartChain. We can deliver it to you, yeah. I'm definitely going to try it, Otherwise, man. yeah, cool. That's amazing. And have are uh, doing a Thirsty we... Thursday
0: video. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs>
1: Oh, wow, really? I haven't seen those. Yeah, I really yeah. want to check those out. I mean, yeah, I'm happy to send you some samples.
0: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited to try them. The flavor sounded interesting, um, tasty, you know, some different style flavors. I feel like that, you know, so that what, what, um, what was the process like that? I know you said you did, you know, different iterations and how it can take a while coming out with the products. Were those flavors already kind of set in stone when you started or did they kind of develop as you went on?
1: Well, here's where brand comes in, I would say. Uh like I'm I'm a I'm a brand person. That's what I do. I create and maintain brands. That's my expertise. And um I feel like the whole creative industry, especially when it comes to branding, is extremely misunderstood, mismanaged, and just everything is wrong. Um so when we I it's complex, right? So first of all, and this is where creatives get too arrogant, uh first of all you need a business case right first you have to have a business case and then you can start talking about brand a lot of because entrepreneurs in the let's say 30 years ago if you're an entrepreneur you were probably an engineer most likely you were an engineer and you had some sort of invention those were the people who became entrepreneurs it's only in the last 10 years that creatives have became entrepreneurs and both both sort of personalities have a problem. The engineers, they 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 tend to create brands uh, and companies that are extreme cookie cutter, looks exactly the same as a competitor. They might have a little USP of like, oh, it's a bit cheaper, it's a bit better or whatever, right? With like creative people, they have a tendency to create a brand that is like maybe sometimes really, really good, but then they might lack the actual business case behind it. So we knew that we had a business case with the... Um, with the ratio and our mission so then the question becomes all right so what should you taste and to to know that i think that's where brand has to take over so what's most kind of interesting for me was that when i started figuring out what the brand should be for this product um i obviously started by looking at everything i could get my hands on in the cannabis industry so i i did research for like two weeks i just stared at brands for two weeks and it just didn't make sense to me, because um, usually you can you can make it make a little map and like, all right, the American Express is there, Visa is there, Mastercard is there. Our credit card is going to be the blah 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 for young people or whatever. So we need to be over here. But I couldn't really create the map because uh, the industry is so young. So there's all kind, of, everything is all over the place. Um, you know, like value stuff can look like luxury and things that look like luxury might be priced like values. like nothing makes sense to a brand person. So that's when also when we sort of realized through that process that mainstream is our target. And then the question becomes, how do you make a mainstream brand? And, And that's a question that no brand maker has ever had to ask themselves because the mainstream brand always exists. If you ask me to create a beer brand, then Budweiser is the mainstream brand. If you ask me to create a credit card, like I said, then Amex or Mascar is the mainstream. And that's true for everything. And those companies, they they weren't brands in the beginning. They were just companies. And then they became the biggest. And now that brand and that brand behavior is mainstream. So in cannabis, because there is no mainstream brand, because there is no mainstream cannabis market, um, you just don't have that to... To like put yourself in position towards so now all of a sudden you have a problem that 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 i had never been faced with before and i i think i think very few people have been faced with before how do you make a mainstream brand in in a in a market where there is no mainstream so we started looking at culture i'm gonna get to the flavors i promise but it's it's we started looking at culture and and cannabis and I'm not talking about all cannabis, like but cannabis in the eye of mainstream uh is very, very today connected with like rap music and attitude and you know that whole thing that has been true since I, I think the early nineties. Um but before that, you know, in the in the 70s, uh it was about peace, love, and understanding. And those things are quite different from each other. And um even though rap music might be cool i don't think that the mainstream cannabis consumer of tomorrow is going to uh adhere to the rap music culture just because it's cannabis so we started talking about all right so what what should cannabis be culturally uh in the future and we basically landed in it might sound boring but we landed in two words there's safe and fun so safe the ratio takes care of that because that amount of CBD basically both during the high, so short term, kills all the side effects for, from THC. You don't get anxiety. You don't get the drowsiness. It's, you just get relaxed and high. But it also kills the side effects of THC uh, long term as well because there are long-term side effects if, in, if you if you use pure THC products. If you add CBD to it, it kills those side effects too. There's a study that came out of the University of England, University of London. I can't remember. Um, that that clearly states this. So so we're like, all right, so it's safe, a safe way, but it should also be a fun way. And then like, all right, what is fun? And that's where like the flavors come from. So we we there's a lot of beer, like cannabis beer or like cannabis this, cannabis seltzer, but we just uh we wanted to to feel a little bit more fun and uh, a little more light, so that's why we chose um, green tea peach lemonade. You know, it's like a super super chill flavor. It's really good. You can drink like two or three in a row without getting tired of the taste. So so yeah, we wanted so we wanted to nail the fun, and that's why all our edibles are strawberry as well. Because strawberry is fun. Awesome. So we basically use our brand. The brand decides the flavor.
0: What you what you just said about brand and like your attention to detail, that was some golden nuggets in there, man. Like and how it, all, <laughs> how, how, it how it all works together. And that's pretty eye-opening to me. You know, I have this True Buds TV brand I kind of do as a fun thing. And I'm always just mm-hmm. trying to learn about it. And it's just really like hearing you just say that how important it is just to really pay that pay attention now like taking the time to take the time at the beginning to really hone in and figure that out um something i just took from that yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean it's a pretty discriminatory process actually because that's what it's all about you you discriminate against the things that you don't want your brand to be and and that's why people some some people that don't don't understand brand they they get really nervous about that but what about but for, the, for in this instance, for example, like so, what about rap music connoisseurs? Are we just gonna are we just gonna go a different direction? Like, yeah, we are. Are they gonna follow? Maybe, maybe some of them will, maybe some of them won't. But that's fine. You know, you you can't create something that is for everyone. Even if you're doing something mainstream, if you're doing something mainstream, you have to discriminate against the niches, right? Totally, totally. At, at, against the fringes, and if you have a fringe brand, then you have to discriminate against mainstream because otherwise you're nobody. And yeah. you know, and like so what you're
0: saying too about the brands, like some luxury brands maybe not, and just being deceiving. That's I hadn't kind of thought about that that much, but it's so interesting seeing all these different products out there. Just, just to your point there, it's really, it's kind of crazy actually. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and, and it doesn't mean that it won't work. It can still work, but, but I, I, I because it's my responsibility, it's like, I need a map, like, here's the map. I need to be able to explain to my partner, like, here's the map. This is why we're doing this and this is why we're not doing that. And and you can just go with the motion and make those decisions on the fly, that's fine. It's just that that's not how I want to operate. I respect that. Because <laughs> I in, in the way I see the world, it's like that comes with a lot of risk. Um, you might be in a bad mood, one day than when you're making a, a pretty big decision you know yeah and, and like if you don't have like a higher a higher thing like a brand strategy to guide your decision making it's all about how good you are in the moment so to me that's just that just sounds risky to me
0: yeah that sounds yeah it's risky it's stressful <laughs>
1: yeah and stressful yeah.
0: yeah yeah now i i forget if i read it just out of curiosity a little side note are, is that drink is it um Is it carbonated or is it like
1: more like a, like a, just a flat? It's flat. It's not carbonated. So yeah, it's like like a, it's like a green tea Arnold Palmer. That's, that's sort of what it tastes like. Cool. I I
0: really like that. And um, it reminds me of a guy I had on the podcast. I don't know if you've heard of uncle Arnie's he's really targeting, you know, the the high dose consumer, hundred milligram, like apple juices and stuff. But he did some mm-hmm. really cool brand work at the beginning too. I found really interesting and he really knew his market. Like, just like you're saying, he's like, I'm not going for this person. We're doing this, sticking to this. And I think for the past while, they've been like one of the number, like the number one selling a beverage brand out here. So I just give a lot of props for what you guys are doing with the branding.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's true. Really cool. I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're clear that that helps, especially in when you're trying to break through, you know, that's why you see a lot of, household names they have like a gazillion flavors and like a gazillion sugar levels and all that stuff and it's like but if you would introduce let's say Dr Pepper today with all their different skews it would be really confusing to the consumer like that's a luxury that you can add later when you're big uh, at least that that's how i see things but it also depends how much money you have i mean you if you have 400 million dollars to start your brand then like yeah maybe not go with two skews i don't know but but uh so I think it depends on a lot of things. Every situation is unique, and that's also where branding is really comes in and it's important. Like what what do we need for the situation? You know? So yeah. yeah, it's been a really wild ride. It's been extremely cool to to start out with a problem that I didn't even understand. That it was like nothing in this process has been um turnkey or like there's not nothing in this process where I can just like lean back on something I've done before and like, oh yeah all right let's just do it like that like it's everything is new because the industry is new and it might sound stupid but I didn't understand that and I walked into it I didn't get I understood that all right there's no this is a very very small uh industry that will be huge I understood that but didn't understand that that also meant that everything is new
0: if yeah that makes sense. yeah totally and that's what I like, like to say often too is like it's forced me personally, too. And a lot of people, I think it's like forced creativity in some ways to get around some of these legality barriers and marketing in other ways that um just as a whole, I think the cannabis industry is so creative, you know, like, I feel like even going into a shop and talking to bud tenders, so many of them are doing creative other things. And cannabis is just, you know, one of those things they do to help them make money. And I, th- I think that's part of the beauty in it, too. And back again to the beverage of being able to just sip a beverage and work instead of having to smoke out a whole place. And like, even my friends now who smoke heavy and I still smoke a lot, but it's nice just to maybe give the lungs a break now or something every now and then with edibles and drinks. And um yeah, I was excited.
1: Yeah. And I, and I don't know, this is, this is just, I don't have any science to back this up, but I feel also that the CBD, the effects of the CBD feels more potent in drinks and edibles and i'm not talking about the buzz or the high really but you know if you're sore from working out for example if i smoke a lot of cbd that doesn't really do anything but if i eat or drink a lot of cbd the soreness goes away way faster so like at least that is what i have experienced i don't know if that's true it might be a placebo thing as well but but i have the feeling that like the medicinal properties of cbd it feels like they work better when you ingest it versus when you smoke it Or it's like the THC stuff like that, that's super (laughs) efficient if you smoke good.
0: Yeah, I I, I would agree with you there. And like for me too, like my experience with CBD, I almost kind of had like a bad taste in my mouth like a couple of years ago because I saw like infused like yoga pants that were CBD, like, you know, these crazy CBD products out there. So I I was like, oh, uh, you know, it's I know there was value to it, but that was kind of in my head. Then I started actually consuming it more and I'm like, oh, wow, there is actually really something here. It's just another cannabinoid that I've been undervaluing. Uh, but that was yeah, how- and and
1: also CBD without THC is it still has the medicinal properties to some extent, but it, it it's not at all as efficient. It, it becomes effective because the THC helps boosts the CBD as well. So in our four twenty five, for example, it I have it's a completely different experience from the ten twenty because the you basically get a CBD high. Because the THC boosts the CBD, but if you just ingest 25 milligrams of CBD, basically nothing happens. So, so there is also it's all the combination of the two is the key, and that's why it's it, it was a wild time where everything had CBD in it. I'm like, but that, that's not going to do anything. <laughs> but but the the ratio is that's the key. Like if you if you look at the cancer medicines that are being developed, they're all ratios, all of them. Like they they are all thc plus cbd and that that was like that that is just that together with all the research is also why we picked the name because it's like all right all our products are going to be ratio products so thc plus cbd equals tbd so that's why we call it tbd as well so yeah that's the whole that's that's the idea of the brand basically
0: i love that and it's it's interesting to think too like like where it's going to go to with these other cannabinoids and maybe something like CBG when I start experimenting with that more and like just when there's more research around it and like as you know as TBD keeps growing and other things, is that are you trying to stick strictly to CBD or are you open to adding other cannabinoids in your formulations?
1: So in the in the edibles, there are a bunch of minor cannabinoids and there. there's a little bit of THCV. Uh there is a little bit of CBN and CBG as well um we are taking it extremely seriously so when when we have developed the vape pen that's going to hit the the it's uh the the hemp market because it's an hhc plus cbd vape pen um when that hits the market uh in, in the coming weeks uh, the development for that one we went through uh, a lot of iterations as well because one thing that doesn't happen as much to beverages but with both edibles and especially vapes at least for me vapes or smoking uh it really gives me the munchies and munchies it can be nice but it can also be really annoying um because you know it's it's no fun when you wake up next day we raided your entire kitchen you know so <laughs> basically we decided to put uh around i think it's around 80 um thcv in the vape pan so and it's also super mellow. There's a lot of CBD in there. Um, so it's it's a really mellow product. So it's more like, an, it's going to be like an all-day vape. And you can basically vape that all day without getting the munchies because of the THCV, because it's appetite suppressing. So I think we're just scratching the surface right now on all these cannabinoids. And uh, we the ones that we are certain of, we're using it um as creatively and clever as we can but i feel like in five years if we have this conversation we're going to be talking about loads of kind of noise that we don't even know the name of today because i think there's like what three four hundred in them in the plant that they've found so far yeah it's mine we fun. just know we maybe about like, yeah. <laughs> and that THC- yeah, it's crazy.
0: thcv move in the vape i think is great like Cause I always like asking people like what's, what's kind of trending right now. I think the THCV is super hot. I saw like Paps do a cool, actually beverage. I haven't tried it yet, but they did like 10 milligrams of THCV in there. Mm. I would get that question pretty often from people too. Like, oh, is there something for like an appetite suppressant? And I didn't have anything at the time, but um, it's just interesting with that one. Um, THCA yeah. also interests me too. Um, we used to have like, I used to have a sell a product called Piruana that was a live resin powder and it had a lot of THCA in there. So some people, We'd say don't put it in hot beverages because it would burn off some of the terpenes that were um, inherent in the powder. It was a live resin powder, essentially. But some of my friends said they would put it in, like, coffee or tea. And their thought was that they basically decarb that THCA, so it doubled the dose. So it's kind of interesting. Oh,
1: wow. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know that much about THCA, to be honest.
0: I don't either. I'm trying, I'm trying to make a goal of it. I actually like to just start making more videos about it as a way to teach me and just put it out there. That's why I like making a lot of the content I do is like, it's like a good way for me to learn, but also share it out there is fun for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I think the whole, what all you guys are doing with your podcasts and videos, I think that's, is going to be a huge help, especially because a lot of people I run into uh, doing these kind of interviews or work conversations uh, you all have a very scientific uh, sort of angle on everything, and you're all really eager to tell this to the world. Because I think that cannabis is one of the things that everybody knows what it is, but nobody has any idea what it is. Like It's so misunderstood everywhere. It's misunderstood even amongst stoners. I would say. I think in every layer of society, it's misunderstood, but in maybe different ways. So, yeah, the whole content, the plethora of content that that is, like, starting to grow out, uh, and a lot of it is from California, um, is going to be extremely helpful moving forward because it's a it's such a complex topic that it needs long-form conversation to make sense.
0: Totally, totally. And, and I always like to bring up, like, bud tenders, too, because sometimes I feel like it's underestimated like what a task that is working in a retail shop with oh, thousands wow. of SKUs and so and I feel like most people are, are expect them to like know everything about it um and that's just like crazy there's so much out there and also with that to your point of a lot of people not knowing even like myself still to this day and in the past for sure but I'll talk to people who I'm like they're buying their I'll ask them what they're getting and I'll, and I'll ask them what, if they know what's in it or like ask them whether they know what distill it is and a lot of people just don't they don't know exactly what yeah. they're ingesting to your point. And it's just, and it's also fun to educate that person on the spot and learn from them too. But it's been really eye opening for me to see how many people might just buy a gummy, like it or whatever. And they don't necessarily know. I mean, you know, and that's something interesting too. I feel like um, is maybe like the brand buying component of different um, cannabis brands really interests me too. Um, and I feel like wild mm. has done a really good job like that in the gummy world. Um, but yeah I'm just always and that's why you, um your guys stuff really popped out I mean it's really well done I could picture myself going to go get that can from seeing it you know in a nice like where I grab my drinks from Whole Foods or something
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's an interesting yeah it's been an interesting the aesthetics of it has been interesting because it's uh our, our logo is is vertical uh, and that's just because of the shape of the can so you know when I talk to my designers I'm like and and one of them came up with this like vertical concept. I'm like, that's so interesting. And then, and then I realized that there's not a single beverage brand as that I've seen in the Western world that has a vertical logotype. Which is insane oh. because yeah, the both the bottle and the uh the can is vertical. So like you know that Miller Lite, they put like a big light on the side, but you have to like you have to you have to Basically, go take a horizontal logo and put and print it on vertically like but that that's common but have a vertical logo that's just that and and i i started to think about it and obviously it's like because in the beginning you could just have a little a tiny little label on bottles and then that became a little label on cans and then that became printed cans and nobody ever thought to themselves like hang on we can print whatever we want on that thing why not make a vertical logo so that was like a really really cool moment as well. We're like, oh wow, we're gonna have a vertical logo. So and I think it like again, like brand wise your aesthetics should should really if 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 it's well done, it should really signal what the brand is all about. And and I feel like what T B D is all about, aside from the mission of bringing cannabis to the masses, it's also about just doing things in a different way. Like the cannabis industry, at least when we started, like there were basically no ratio products at all. And, and now that's starting to happen. But just doing things in a different way, I think, is important uh, for us, obviously, but also for the industry that there are more brands and more startups and more companies that that approach this extreme complex plant in different ways instead of just like falling in, in line with what everyone else is doing, because I, the surprise, I think we're going to see a lot of surprises uh, in this industry in the coming years. So yeah, going into it with a completely like an alien brain, like just pretending you don't know anything about what's happening. Like I think that's the best way. And and that's where we're going to see a lot of, of, uh, of uh, innovation in in this, industry because there's like i said we're just scratching the surface there's gonna be a lot of things to be found out
0: and like with that innovation component i think it's so important also with like how many of like the same style how many like just straight distillate gummies do we really need on the market that taste pretty similar um you know what i mean like so i i'm a huge i'm a huge fan of that differentiation um and you know what with the companies i've worked for too it's all i've realized that you know getting that across to the consumer is always interesting too and you know mm. that's why I try to come out with short things I found some sometimes I'm just so excited about it and I start you know throwing out cannabinoids and stuff I'm like whoa take a step back I'm just trying to simplify it so that's been a goal of mine too is like having all the knowledge and then just really trying to distill it down for you know everybody um is just a constant goal for me
1: yeah I mean that's uh that's what communication is all about you have to you have to have a depth in it where like you, you can you need to be able to explain what you're doing in, in, in five seconds. But you can only do that if you can only take if you can also do a deeper explanation uh that holds true to that, but that's two hours. So that's basically what communication is. Like you have to it's like when Quentin Tarantino writes movies, he knows the backstory of every character, but you don't. You don't have to, but he has to. That's the same thing. It's like I have I To be that. able to boil it down, and then you have to be able to like know where that all came from.
0: Um, I I love that because you know a dream of mine is to have my own um product one day. I have my like cannabis brand, so like I'm a big believer in the, also that and the like learning the cannabis sales side of it, being in the retail kind of doing that boots on the ground stuff. I've learned so much over the past years that I know come down the road that that's all going to be super beneficial. Um, just kind of building that, and you know with the like the beverage thing's so interesting. Like you said, in like five years, I could see it shooting up. And even in the past years of just being in an industry is like 1% when I started now, it's just slowly grabbing that the share. But I'd also tell people too, like we're not necessarily trying to compete with these other, we're we're trying to maybe compete with the gas station right next to who's selling beverages, not necessarily these joints.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. And I feel like, you know, the the market is growing and it's like, and it's been tough. It's tough right now for a lot of cannabis companies. Uh, it's hard to get funding. Like, everything is, like, it's really tough because there was a lot of mistakes that were made in the beginning. And uh, there was overinvestment in certain things. And and um, it is is still viewed as, like, a really tough market to get investments in. But that's going to change. Like, we're seeing the the rest of the economy is not doing too great. And that might get a little bit worse as well. So... I think cannabis will be one of the growth, um, one of the big growth industries in in the next ten years, together with crypto and Web three. So that's another thing that I have to thank my business partner Victor for. Is like we need to be where things are growing. Like that's where you want to be as a as an entrepreneur. And I think cannabis and crypto are going to be uh, cannabis and Web three are really going to be the two big drivers that. That you can enter as an entrepreneur. I think nuclear power is probably also gonna be on the right, but you know, that's well, a completely what's that? different N- <laughs> nuclear power oh, or something okay. like yeah, that. Yeah. But, but that's just like that's a different thing. You can't just like well send a start a little startup for that. So when it comes to when it comes to the startup world like web three and and cannabis are like that, I think that's gonna be the place to be.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. One of my buddies is really into crypto. That's where I kind of try to learn from him. I don't know a lot, but I would say that I'm like, dude, we're in such cool spaces right now. You're doing crypto, I'm doing cannabis, yeah. I think. And he and that, that's what we're trying to figure out too. Like, we need to try, figure out a way to marry these two together. So it's so awesome that you, you you're doing that and have done it. Um, and I also- yeah, we have.
1: I think I think uh, NFTs are a great tool for storytelling, and we have a story that we're gonna tell through our NFTs. But we're not really there yet, so we're not talking about it. We're just uh, we're just focusing on the discounts right now and the membership. And but we have a lot of interesting stuff in the pipeline. So so hopefully, uh, if you follow us, you're gonna you're gonna see how one way of marrying the two might might work together at least.
0: Sweet. And, and how much is that? Like if I, if I go on your website to, to be to be a member, how, how does that process work?
1: Uh, you basically go to our to our, our, our mint site, which you, you can find on our, our little corporate site. Uh, so the web address is studio-tbd.io uh, and there's a big uh, pink button you can click. And then uh, you have to have a MetaMask wallet uh, or some sort of Web3 crypto wallet. And uh, you connect it and you mint a token. Uh, you can also buy it in the open market or open sea, but there's still there's still some minting. We've we've sold like around 500, so there's a lot of them still to be sold. But we haven't really started pushing that yet. We're gonna start that in a few months, so hopefully they're gonna run out pretty quick. Um, but you basically mint a token and you hold it in your wallet, and then uh, and that gives you access to what you need to to get those discounts. But like I said, we're building a, a pipeline of um, Web three products we can call them um that will come uh, out in the next few months as well so um and a part of that is the storytelling aspect where you will able to be able to basically trade in the membership NFT to um a character series where you get a character as well and, you know you're part of the story and that's why i think it's so i think NFTs are are they've they've gotten a the bad rep right now but i i think that that, thing, that world is just going to explode. Like, instead of watching a story, you can basically be in, the, be in the story in a lot of different ways. And I think that's that's going to be really cool to explore over the coming years as well.
0: Yeah, it, it, I really, I, I like the idea. And that's like what my buddy was saying, is like the uh, idea of like, you can now own something and be like, be within a story. Like you're saying, he, he was using like real estate as an example. He's like, you can ma- maybe make a hundred of them. And now you could have a hundred people potentially owning this thing um yeah. and it's so cool yeah you're
1: part of it you're part of it It becomes like the the official fan club almost like you're a part of it and uh we have holders in asia you know that have bought our nft because they love our story and they want to be a part of it but our products are obviously extremely illegal in large parts of asia so so they, they can't get their hands on our cannabis product but it can be a part of it through the nft which is kind of cool
0: do you guys have um I, I didn't look but do you have an affiliate program or like an ambassador program you guys do
1: uh we have a, a small affiliate program we we haven't really pushed that either we want to find the right people um but yes there's there's potential to become an affiliate absolutely uh and I think also like because some of the because you get 50 percent off our, our edibles I know that um already some people are using that to basically become wholesalers oh, so, uh, there's a lot of interesting things that are oh. happening so yeah the, yeah, fun world to be in for sure.
0: Totally, totally, man, and yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, I know, and once again, thank you for hopping on this call late. I know it's much later in the East Coast, man. So, um, thanks again. And
1: no, you know, thanks for having me. I, I love talking about this with people who, who, who know a bunch of stuff and who are interested. And, and you probably know a lot more about cannabis than I do. So, yeah, it's, it's always, it's always interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm a big believer, like we're saying, just always. I'm always a student, always trying to learn and. Like you said, a super fun industry. The times are so exciting. And that's why I think it's like, sure, like you're, you, it is hard times right now in cannabis for sure. But like the reward of just being able to hold my head up high and know I'm like doing good in the world and your products helping people, you know, with your different ratios, you're improving lives. Like that to me is also a deep part that I like remind myself if it's a tough day sometimes, like we're doing good out here, you know?
1: <laughs> Definitely, uh, for sure, for sure. I mean, people are going to find ways to relax and, and just like – I. I I love alcohol. I love wine. I, I'm, a, I'm a I love whiskey. Like I, I I I like my premium stuff. But you know the since cannabis sort of became more of a social thing through edibles and drinks, I, I drink less alcohol. And if we can make people drink less alcohol, man, like that's that's awesome. That's a really big thing. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only thing. But that's a big thing. But just helping people relax um, in a way that's not dangerous, like that's not a bad thing to be to be doing every day you know so so yeah i think that's really cool and uh, just before uh, I, mean, I just want to just shamelessly uh plug the edibles as well because oh, yeah. you might have listeners all over america so um you can buy them at tbd-products.com and we ship to 35 states 36 states in america so yeah just go on there and uh, and um and try them out
0: yeah, and I, and I definitely will, and I'll be um making some content, man. I'll definitely do the Thirsty Thursday, and I'm really curious to try the edibles. I, I need to branch out into that world a little more. I haven't done a whole lot of hemp-derived edibles, so um I'm excited to try them.
1: Yeah, they're cool. I mean, it's, it's hemp-derived Delta 9, so it's uh, Delta 9 TC. So it's just hemp-derived, so they have basically the same effects as the drinks. It's, it's different, though, obviously, because the drink has a faster onset just because it's a drink uh the edibles are also made with nano emulsion but the, um the, the sort of the onset and then the entire journey is twice as long as the drinks so the onset of the drinks is like seven eight minutes uh onset of the edibles is like up to 20 25 minutes and um you know the drinks have a tendency to like they last for like 90 minutes and uh the edibles have a tendency to last around 180 minutes. So, but that's just because of the form factor. Even if it's the same stuff in it, it's like that's the form factor because you know it takes longer for the body to um to process the edibles than the drinks, basically.
0: But totally.
1: yeah, uh, we'll we'll send you some we'll send you some uh, samples so that you can try it out.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, please do, man. I'll do a little unboxing video, man. I'll try them and then. uh yeah, man. Thanks again for coming on. And then, um, yeah, hopefully we can do another one, man. Um, you know, maybe touch base in a year or two or however long and kind of talk some more, maybe some new cannabinoids came out. We can uh, talk about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. i like, here? we,
1: we, we, we will, uh, maybe I can actually talk a little bit more about our, our Web3 stuff at that point. That would be cool. So yeah, I would happy to, super happy to come back.
0: Cool. And, and I'll be doing more research on my end so I can have a little to say in the Web3 realm, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>